0: There will be a new quarterback in Kansas City this offseason. You might be throwing a new tight end, too. We're going to get in that today on Locked On Chiefs.
1: From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs podcast.
0: You're Welcome, trying Chiefs to freak people Glad out. You're back. <laughs> Well, you know, Chiefs fans understand where I'm going. Thank you for being here. Welcome to Locked On, Chiefs. We're part of the Locked On Network, your team every day on every platform for free. Whether it's on the audio or here on the YouTube, that's uh, like, sub, and hit the bell. That's the order you do those things in. Thanks for always making us your first listen of the day. And please check out the Locked On NFL Draft Show or another Locked On show for your second one. Uh, I'm Ryan Tracy, the founder of Rogue Analytics and Performance Consulting, as well as RGR Football. You can check out those. And this is going to be a fun one, isn't it?
1: It is going to be fun when I'm Chris Clark. Uh, You can find me on Locked on Chiefs on the Twitter hemisphere. I'm usually going to be the ones tweeting from there. I'm also on Chiefs Corner. Just started that website. It's on Substack. Check it out. Going to be diving into the cap, stats, analytics, and a whole
0: bunch of different things regarding the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, I know the intro was fun. Um, I had to spice it up somehow because we all kind (laughs) of know what's going to happen. But we're doing position reviews today, folks. We're doing the quarterbacks and tight ends together because, you know, those guys go like peanut butter and jelly. And that perfectly makes sense. Um, And no, I'm not talking about Patrick Mahomes. He's not going anywhere. You're not ousting the quarterback. Um, But there is a question there about what the future looks like behind him to help him in the room to be the backup.
1: Yeah, right now uh Chad Hidden is not under contract for twenty twenty-two. And you have to wonder, uh let's see, he made what almost three million dollars, it looks like. Uh guaranteed, you know, two and three and a half million dollars in twenty twenty-one. So right. you would have to think that uh, that's possible he's not going to be back just based on cost.
0: It is a pretty healthy um spend on, on the backup quarterback position. It's not the most. I do believe they paid um a couple of times they paid their 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 veteran backups to be the like the steadying guide. Uh, you know, good money and I think that's perfectly fine.
1: And I apologize. I was incorrect. Uh his cap number is 1.625 in 2021. So, uh not near as big of a cap hit as I thought. I still think that it's it's possible he's not going to be back. I mean, he's 36. He was 36 in 2021, so he's going to be 37. Uh, they protected Shane Bichelle quite a few times actually on the practice squad. And then they actually brought him up to the active roster to make sure that nobody could take Mm -hmm. him. So I do think that that's maybe something that they're looking at going with in
0: 2022. You never know. It it certainly could be. It's it's one of those deals that I think at the end of the day, what do you need? You need somebody to support Patrick. That is the backup's job. You do have to be able to go in and play a few snaps, as Chad Henney has proven. So the question becomes, do you try to get Chad back on a on a short deal? I think – Assuming he maybe, wants to come
1: maybe,
0: back. Yeah, I would think that you have to. A chance in another ring, it, it just makes too much sense, right? You're not going to go somewhere else, I don't think, and have any bigger role at Chad Henney's age. Um, right. I think that the, the ship has sailed on Matt Moore. I don't know if you agree or not.
1: No, I do agree. I'm just saying, you know, it's going to be a question whether or not Henny wants to play, continue playing. Uh, I'm not mm-hmm. saying he's going to look elsewhere. I think that it's, you know, at 37 years old, maybe he's decided he's done. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I have, I have no insight into that at all whatsoever. Um, it just wouldn't shock me if he wants to retire considering uh, he's made enough money in his career. Uh, maybe that's what he wants to do. But of course, if he comes back this season, yeah, he's going to have to do the things that he did again this past season, but more than likely, he's not going to play. Mahomes stayed and played every single snap of this year. Mm-hmm. Meaningful snap. That, snaps, that anyway. goes a
0: long way. And let's hope that it stays that way, uh, yep. without a doubt. Yeah. So It becomes a question, though, of you still have to have somebody viable. I don't know that Shell is, is ready to be the backup. Are you? I'm not 100
1: sold that he's going to be the backup. I just think that it's interesting that they actually like him enough that they promoted him to the practice sc- or to the active roster. So he was never active, but he was on the 53. So they couldn't. So somebody else couldn't take him. Uh, and right to me, that says that they they really like the guy and they want him around in Kansas City. So uh, it would not shock me. Now here's the other way that it could go. Um, you could go and put a guy like Chad Henney on. Uh, the practice squad
0: in 2022.
1: Mm-hmm. If Henny is willing yeah, to leave do him,
0: that, <laughs> right, and leave him in a bubble at home, you don't even have to come to work. We're going to pay you not to be here, Chad Henny. Yep, we'll pay Just you, you know, one hundred seventy thousand
1: dollars <laughs> to to be on the practice squad, and you know that that would not shock me if they wanted to go that route as well. Um, and mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to put him in a bubble and he'll never go into work. I think he, I still think that there's value that they would get from him. Uh, But if he doesn't want to play or if if they just want to go that route and he's willing to do it, then I think that's another option.
0: Yeah, and that's a fair point. I think at the end of the day, you want some veteran, whether it's him or someone else. I think there will be a new backup quarterback, and maybe that comes in the form of a new acquisition that isn't a veteran either. They could draft another guy. Andy Reid has spoken about that, drafting considerably uh, and consistently a quarterback so that you can try too late just take your shots and develop someone to be your backup that could be it too but I do expect the backup QB competition to be real this season
1: yeah and you have to wonder with all the seventh round picks that they have are they going to package those up and get a QB maybe they're going to draft somebody maybe they're going to take somebody in the seventh round and try to turn them into something Andy Reid's had you know success with that in the past so uh, something to watch
0: I tell you, the kid that I really like is probably going to be a fifth rounder, maybe a little bit lower in Bailey Zappy from Western Kentucky. I'd love to see them package some of those sevenths and figure that out, because I, I think the kid's on a huge up climb. He's, he doesn't have the rocket arm, Patrick does, or anything like that, um, but he's super quick in process, and he gets the ball, and I really like his game. Uh, and I'm pulling for the small school kid uh, who started at Houston Baptist. And, and graduated up to Western Kentucky, if that tells you <laughs> where he's coming from. So um, I would bet on him, and if you want to bet on him too, you can do that at betonline.net. Uh, football season might be over, but there's props on the draft. There's props on basketball. There's the March Madness coming. Um, and for all you uh, Jayhawk fans, I know that you're looking forward to it. Uh, all those odds, totals, props, player performance, all that stuff is available. At Bet Online, the best spot for all your scores, podcasts, and news as well. And uh, they've got a new website. You can bet on the other sports, not that they matter much, but you can do it if you like it. That's perfectly fine. Head over to the website, check them out. Bet Online, where the game starts. You see how I did that, Rock Chuck?
1: Yeah, I rolled my eyes. Thank you. Yeah. Um, just don't just really care at this point, but you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> a lot more uh, to talk salty. about when we start getting over to the other position that we're going to be talking about today when we start talking about tight ends Uh, obviously Travis Kelsey is going to be back Uh, he is going to be the focal point of this offense uh, behind Tyree kill or with Tyree kill however you want to look at it Um, so you know that's not going to be a surprise but a lot of questions behind him
0: there are and obviously the big one is Blake Bell. I think it was a one year that he was here on he is an expiring contract he is a free agent at this point Um, He's also, if I check correctly, 31 years old currently, and that does not bode well necessarily for a return. Obviously, he's not here to be a Travis replacement. My question to you becomes, with the investment in Noah Gray, are you prepared for him to be the backup tight end?
1: I would think that that's the direction it's going to go. Um, I will say this really quick since we are talking about – value and whatnot. Uh, Travis Kelsey has a base salary of six and a half million uh, priority bonus of 1.4. So his cap number is close to $9 million in 2022. Uh, It would not shock me if they need to create a couple million dollars to maybe make that base salary, a, you know, a roster bonus or a um, signing bonus type thing and and convert it because he's not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, So they could free up a couple million dollars there. Uh, When it comes to Blake Bell, I, I don't he's obviously like you said he's not a Travis Kelsey replacement he never will be a Travis Kelsey replacement um and that's not really it's not really even trying to take a shot at Blake Bell it's just it's a completely different ball game than he plays he is there to be a blocking type tight end and and a jack of many different trades in a lot of ways because you know he, he had a lot of different plays this year where he did uh quarterback sneaks and that's something that's uh, they were having him do because they're not going to do that with Patrick. So uh, there is value there. Whether or not they want to bring him back for uh, his contract, that's going to be a big question. Uh, looks like he made, you know, a million dollars in 2021. I'm, I'm sure you could get him back for about the same amount of money. And, you know, maybe you do.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. I, I think it's certainly a security blanket at this point. And you're absolutely right about that wrinkle of being the guy that can can take – those snaps, although I, I question how much uh, that's going to continue to be um, successful if if Blake's always taking those those sneak snaps, uh, because I think it is becoming to get p- pretty predictable when he's doing that. Um, but now they, they ran a wrinkle off. It running a few wrinkles. Right. I was just going to say they can certainly change that by running it a little bit more.
1: Yeah. And they ran a but. wrinkle and, and nobody liked it because it didn't work. It was an option <laughs> play in the playoffs. And I get why they did it. And I like the thought and I like the play call. Uh, position of where they ran it. I didn't really care for, but you know, it is what it is. Um, But I still think he has value to this team, whether or not they want to bring him Mm -hmm. back. That's going to be a big question, but I do think that Kansas is going to have four tight ends on the roster, even if he's not brought back. Uh, I do think Noah Gray is your backup. You do. Yeah, I do. I I think he's going to be, I think
0: that's open for debate myself because we're, we're including folks. Jody Fortson as a tight end in this discussion. Uh, rather than a wide receiver, um, and I know he's coming off a serious injury. That that is absolutely true, but just going off of what we saw snaps wise when Jody went out, and the fact that we didn't see any progression really from Noah Gray tells me that they're at, at the very best for Noah, on an even keel now. And I have to think that even with the injury, that Jody Fortune is a bit ahead of him.
1: And that may be, but what I would say is that. Jody Fortson's been in the system for three years. Mm-hmm. That takes a lot of – he's got the preparation. He knew where to be. He knew all this different stuff. Noah Gray is coming from a program in Duke that was not a very good football team. Um, and going to the pro level, it's a completely different ballgame. And you're not playing at Duke. You're not going to be playing NFL caliber type players very often. So it's also molding your body and getting your body ready for it. So, you know, they saw things in training camp – You know, all the media kept reporting day in and day out. It seemed like Noah Gray was doing some amazing thing in training camp. Yes, it never translated to the field. Uh, Part of that is, I think, you have Travis Kelsey, who's always going to be on the field as a tight end, and he was the main weapon when you're looking at having them on the field. But the other part of it is, is, I think, they don't really get rookies involved in the offense, which is another reason why I think that they're not going to be looking at a higher ra- rated rookie when it comes to wide receiver this put- in the draft.
0: That's a fair point, but <clears throat> if it were the last pick of the top 100, the 102 pick, or if it was in the fourth, I think that's perfectly viable, especially if you can get somebody that actually resembles like the body type and the length and the um, slash wide receiver aspect. Of Travis Kelsey, somebody like Ferguson from Wisconsin, who I I think does fit some of those things he can block in line and he can run some decent routes. He's not an H like Noah. Um, And so I I wonder about that part. But there are other options on this roster, folks. We're going to cover a couple of them as well.
1: But before we cover them, let's talk about our friends over at Rock Auto. Save time and money when you're using Rock Auto. Why choose to to spend 30 to 50 to even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store, or car dealership rock auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years rock auto prices are reliably low for every customer they have everything you could need brake parts tail lamps motor oil and even new carpet go explore their easy to use website today to, to find the solution to your auto parts needs go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com
0: Of the other options, there are a number. Uh, signed to Futures contracts, um, previously on the practice squad type guys. Um, Jordan Franks, Mark Vital, uh Josh Peterson. I'm not, I thought he got released, but maybe I could be wrong. Um, Nikia Griffin-Stewart and, and the Dark Horse for me is Matt Bushman, a guy that had a serious uh, knee injury coming out in the draft and and really didn't have much of a chance. Got on a practice squad, the Chiefs signed and brought him in for a workout and ended up bringing him onto the practice squad. Um, He's a guy that played for Zach Wilson at BYU. Yes, another BYU connection, folks. I know what you're thinking. It doesn't necessarily make it, but he is a guy of good size that can be someone that can block in line. And he's got really soft hands. At least he did in college. Now I haven't seen him over the last year, but uh, something that I think can give you um, a, a a bell-ish type feel. Not necessarily a total replacement, but somebody along those lines. Does that sound like something that you think that they're going to uh, look heavily at? Possibly. Tight
1: end is going to be a position that I think that they're going to have to figure out what they want to do with because – you have Travis Kelsey, and as long as he's going to continue playing the way he has, I think that you're in a position where uh, you know you you know who your starter is going to be. You probably know who your two and three are going to be. Um, and we really didn't talk about Jody Fortson too much, but I will say this on Fortson. He is going to be back in Kansas City. I, I The question is, is, when is he going to be available? When is he going to be able to play? And how much does that injury really hamper what he was able to do this year when he was on the field? Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that it's, it's something that they're going to have to watch. Uh, when you start looking at, um, you, know, you start looking at what they were able to do, uh, with Fortson when he was on the field, it's just a question of whether or not any of those guys can step up and take some time. Um, and maybe they do go and look at the draft for another tight end. Um, it's possible that they do that, uh, if they decide they're not bringing Blake Bell
0: back. You never really know. I think I would like to see the offense morph back towards um what we saw when it um was it Travis, Demetrius Harris, and who was the third guy? Uh was it Ross Travis? Yeah back when they were and, running and the three and tight ends.
1: Deion Yelder was in there too um mm-hmm. at times. So you know, I think that there's. I would like to see something like that, but um, you know, my question is: is how are they going to get four quarterbacks on the roster, or sorry, four tight ends? I apologize on the roster with all the different other positions that they're going to have to figure out as well. So um, yeah. that's also going to be something to watch. Uh, and you know, we're you know looking at the at the draft. You know, we looked at the draft on Monday. There were plenty of tight ends available that they could have taken that we could have chose. I just don't know that Kansas City is going to be looking that direction. Just because I do think that they realize that there's going to be an acclimation period for a guy like Noah Gray. Yes, you can go get a guy more like Travis, and maybe that's what you need to do. Uh, but I, I do think that they're going to be looking at trying to uh, find somebody else that can be a little bit more of a blocker, kind of like what Blake Bill does from time to time.
0: Yeah, makes sense to me. Maybe that ends up being Bushman. Maybe maybe he makes a push to make the roster. Who knows? Um, at the bottom line. I think it comes back to fulfilling the position, so you can be uh, versatile with it. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see more of the three tight ends, since the the big trios. Um, I also want to see them block, you know, in line. If they continue to get seven and eight man coverages, they have to be able to go big and force some teams out of that. I think, and by going double tight, where you run the ball some, or you at the very least threaten to run the ball. Out of a jumbo package or a double tight package, I think that's well, got to be key for 2022.
1: And I know we're talking about tight ends, but I often wonder if you look at the Chiefs' offensive line for next year, and they don't start trying to go jumbo with you know bringing Allegretti on the field, because to me that makes a lot more sense than going you know two or three tight ends. Just because Allegretti, I think, played very well when he came in, so I think there could be value there. Um, I know we're talking about tight ends, but I, I just don't know that. You know, Is there going to be a position for Blake Bell on this roster next year? Because, to me, I think that they have enough good offensive linemen to where they can do a lot of the things that Blake Bell does and maybe even better with the jumbo package.
0: So you're saying Allegretti can take snaps now?
1: No, I'm saying... Is that, is, is
0: that what you're telling me? No,
1: I'm not saying that because that is not the same thing. What I am saying is that <laughs> Allegretti can go in and be a better blocker than Blake Bell was. Because Blake Bell has never really been a guy that's going to catch many passes. I don't really think the NFL teams look at him as a threat to catch the ball. So when you're putting him in there, you're basically putting in a, a sixth offensive lineman anyway for the most part.
0: And and for the record, folks, I, I am in favor of Al Greddy taking those. Well, I'm snaps. sure you would. I'm, yeah. so, I'm so here for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure
1: you absolutely are. Why don't you just have Nick Allegretti take a shotgun snap and hand it to Michael Burton, and your day will be complete.
0: No shotgun, no shotgun. Just a nice turnaround pitch. Get Burton to the edge. It's all over. That's what I'm saying. And I do expect Burton back, folks. I don't know that we'll run down the fullback since there is a fullback in Kansas City, but I do expect him to be back in Kansas City.
1: Yeah, and I don't think there's any really need to run out fullback. I do expect him back, and I expect him back on maybe one of those one-year contracts where he is uh, just signing a one-year deal, but it doesn't count for the full price of the cap uh, because he's a veteran minimum. So mm-hmm. I expect him back in 2022.
0: and I, And I'll try to reach out. We'll see if we can get that that underway see if we can spur some action here i I look forward to that i look forward to hearing your reviews as well and your comments about today quarterbacks and the tight ends if you'd leave them over at at youtube that's the easiest way to leave a comment on the show or uh, the guys that we talk about you can like and sub and hit the bell over there and that helps us stay connected and helps you know when we put out a new show we appreciate the iTunes reviews too. We I love the five-star ones the best. So if you could pull some of those off let us know what you'd like to hear this offseason as well as we get ready for free agency and then the draft. We'll be pretty set. Now, tomorrow, Matt will be back here from ChiefsDigest.com. Go over with me, and we're going to ride out the week and get ready for free agency as we touch on a number of different aspects uh, in both who's going to be available, who might be available by trade. I think the trade market may heat up this offseason. We have a lot to go over, but thank you for spending your day with us and all of your precious time. We'll talk to you tomorrow.